0: I'm Megan Hillica, a mother to a large family, a wife, business owner, homeschooling mom, and this podcast shows you how to find joy in motherhood, even when it's busy, overwhelming, and chaotic so that you can have peace, energy, and be the mom you thought you would be. We'll talk about mental health, business, homemaking, marriage, raising kids, and more. All the ups and downs that a mother might experience in her life as she raises her family. This is the Joyful Mom Podcast hello there i've been mia for a bit and i'm working on getting my ducks in order again to do this podcast because i absolutely love doing it and for however many years i have like rarely missed an episode but i've been so busy with one-on-ones that i haven't even had the space to think about podcasting Um which is so amazing. I love doing the one-on-ones, but I also love doing the podcast. And that's why some things are changing. Like my prices are doubling again, because how I help people get rid of anxiety and trauma works. It's amazing. It's incredible. In just a few sessions, it's gone and my schedule is so busy. So my prices are doubling on March 1st, uh, which is tomorrow. Here's what a mom who shares her experience with why she worked with me and how it went for her, what she says. She says she had mother's guilt around not being able to change the past to take away my son's addiction issues and severe anxiety in all aspects of my life. The guilt and anxiety were all consuming. It's so hard to describe. She's talking about RRT and what I do. I've been in therapy for quite some time and I don't feel like I heard anything new from Megan, but just delivered differently. The way she helped me work through the guilt and anxiety just really connected with me, and I'm amazed at the results in only two sessions with her. And she would tell you listening, she says, trust the process. I am amazed at how much better I am after working with Megan for only two sessions. It really does work, and I would do it again because I'm feeling so much relief from crippling guilt and anxiety. If you want these kind of results that my clients are getting, where anxiety quickly is cleared and trauma is cleared, go to MeganHillica.com slash be anxiety free. My prices again are doubling tomorrow, March 1st. So don't waste any time. Go do that now. And today we're going to talk about the power of a break. And I share this at the risk of parenting experts coming at me telling me how I'm supposed to parent my children. Maybe I'm doing it all wrong and how I should be different. There is a million opinions out there, uh, gentle parenting and authoritative parenting and I, I don't even know all the terms. But anyways, I want to share this because I know I'm not the only one who has experienced something like this and the helplessness you feel, and how you try everything, and how exhausting it is. We had this experience last spring that was pretty awful. Um, we had an experience where one of our children, uh, where we had this pattern that started to emerge, where as soon as we said, know about something, or she didn't get her way, or was like, as soon as anything was not exactly how she liked it this slow train wreck emerged and it was like a switch flipped and then slowly but surely things just kept going downhill where she would be bugging her siblings she would be hurting them kicking them and it just got worse until she was screaming at the top of her lungs and screamed for hours kicking punching and hitting everyone in sight and it was stressful it was pretty awful. My thoughts would go to the future, like, wow, what if this only gets worse? Like, how do we connect with her? How do we even stop this whole cycle in the first place? We try to like talk to her, try hug her, try to be with her, try to anything, and nothing seemed to work. And I would ask, like, what if she's a million times worse as a teenager? I can't handle this now. How are we supposed to be do this in the grips of teenager years? So, anyways, it was a very rough time because it seems like Those kind of outbursts might happen sometimes, you know, with a kid here or there or for a short period of time, but it was continuing for weeks on end and every single day and even multiple times a day. It was wearing on all of us, the whole entire family, especially because we lived in 280 square feet. There was nine of us in there. And so if a kid is screaming at the top of their lungs in 280 square feet, not one person is finding any enjoyment anywhere. So anyways, I began looking for resources to help me trying to figure out what to do with the situation. Um, And I actually want to back up even, you know, when that was happening, it took all of my energy took my husband's energy. So all of a sudden, all the other kids weren't getting the intention, attention that we wanted to give them because she was taking all of our energy, just trying to figure out how to deal with her. Um, and so it was just really not fun for any of us. But anyways, I began looking for resources to help me. Um, I was trying to figure out like, what do I do in this situation? I listened to a few books that I tried their methods. And even though I didn't really agree with them because they said it's the best way and they didn't work. So I will not recommend these books. Um, it was seeming like nothing was working. Like I said earlier, we'd try hug her, try talk to her, try snuggle her, try to connect with her. After she calmed down, we'd talk about it afterwards and be like, okay, so what can we do differently? What is mom missing? What, you know, we just have all these conversations, um, whatever, and it just would not work. I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. But then my sister recommended this book called Raising Lions. It's by Joe Newman and so I listened to it and on the surface it doesn't sound all that different from other discipline methods of timeouts and such but here's what I learned this time. Um, He changed the name from timeouts to taking a break and you'll have to listen or read the book to get the full details and I highly recommend it but I started to implement what he offered in our life with our daughter um previously it was this crazy cycle that the more worked up she got the more worked up I got and I got so angry and frustrated and I didn't like how I was responding and reacting I didn't like how she was responding it was just it was going nowhere good and in this book when you tell a child to take a break there's no anger there's no emotion there's no nothing (laughs) just neutral like okay I guess it's time to take a break and they're not going in the, in the corner or somewhere because they're in trouble. It's more like, take, take a seat right here. It sounds like you need to take a break right now. And you can set up age-appropriate times. So for my little kids, it was like a one-minute break. And for my older kids, it was a longer break. And if they didn't want to go to the break, then I would just add more time. Like, huh, I guess you would like a two-minute break instead of a one-minute break. And they quickly... Learned that they'll just go take a break right away. And here's what I've realized is the power of a break. If kids are fighting, it interrupts their fighting pattern and the energy they're disagreeing about. Even one minute pause gives them a little rest to recharge and then come back together with better energy. Um, And I've thought about it for myself like it's good to take a break. If we're frustrated trying to do something, And a lot of times we're like, no, we've got to figure it out. I'm so frustrated. It's like, go take a little break. Step back from it. Um, re, You know, get fresh eyes and then come back again. Like taking a break in so many ways, not only for our kids, if they're fighting or frustrated or screaming or yelling or whatever, like taking a little break is not a form of punishment. It's a form of like, here, this is a beautiful gift to learn how to take breaks, to to step back, to refresh and then try again. And so it's not when, when you're having your kids take a break, it's not done in anger or not done because they're bad. It's just like a break. It's, it looks like a break is in order and it takes all the emotion out of it. Now. I cannot say that I always have them do breaks with no emotion, but that's the intention of what I try to do and what I intend to do um, because it's not about getting angry. It's about interrupting the behavior or pattern. Part of his philosophy in this book that is that if a kid is throwing a tantrum or screaming, you don't help them calm down. You don't like Try to snuggle them or try to get them to calm down and then take a break or you don't even you don't have them take a break when they're worked up um you let them self-regulate themselves and calm themselves down and then they take a break when they're done with their tantrum so this might sound odd to some of you that believe in like always meeting your kids cries and needs with love and attention and all that but I found this to be very useful especially when my daughter was having her fits there was nothing I could do in the moment to um, calm her down. I, I tried everything and nothing worked. And so I do think you have to listen to the whole book to get the full understanding of this part where there's no, you don't sit and try to calm them down. You let them, you know, go through, okay, yep, you want to have a, you know, you want to have a tantrum. That's fine. Sure. Go ahead. Finish your tantrum. When you're done, we're going to take a break. So there's no anger in it. But he tells this story in the book that stuck out to me about teenagers playing basketball. Um, Maybe it was at school and they're having a problem with the kids swearing all the time while they were playing. And so Joe, the author, was brought in to help. So he goes out there and he sat out there with with the teenagers. And each time someone swore, they had to go take a break for a few minutes. And the kids were swearing so often that they could hardly play their game because people had to keep taking breaks. And then they started getting annoyed at each other for swearing because it interrupted their game so much. It's like, hey, don't swear. Like, they, they realized that it was more beneficial to them to not swear. And they could have a more enjoyable game. And so the swearing stopped. Um, so what happened with my daughter? Uh, we started implementing this. And right away, <laughs> she just ignored us or ignored me. And I tell her, that's fine. Like, you can you can keep screaming that's okay just um when you're done you're gonna get to take a break and I would add more time to her break the longer she screamed it's like okay that's fine you can have a set of a one minute break you can have a two minute break it doesn't matter to me I don't really care and (laughs) her breaks got to be about 30 minutes and I think she had maybe two 30 minute breaks and then this behavior completely changed and stopped and she's able to communicate her needs rather than throw a fit we have more conversations about it it's been so so huge for us for her and our family the thing about having them take a break it's not about having them um you know be entertained you're not giving them books you're not giving them anything to do it's just really to get them to be bored To have a moment of boredom you're not trying to connect with them in that time there's none of that and the book is amazing for understanding that it's more here's a break there's nothing to do in here you just sit and chill (laughs) no distractions nothing until your break is up and we use this method a lot now um hey it looks like you can take a break and again no anger no like what's wrong with you or Why are you doing that? And not even explaining to them why they get to take a break because they already know. Um, It's worked really, really well for us and our family. Um, I highly recommend this book if you're struggling with behaviors in a child. Um, It's been huge. And it's also been huge for me to take anger and frustration out of it because it's not useful and it never does any good. Again, the book is called Raising Lions by Joe Newman. And I just think we can also take this to, you know, ourselves. And how can I take breaks for myself when I'm getting frustrated or feeling intense emotion? Just take a break, step back, clear our brain and our eyes, and then go back when our mind is clear. And if you're looking to get rid of trauma and anxiety for good again, let's do this together and get you cleared in just a few sessions. Go to meganhillica.com slash be anxiety free and get registered. Once you register, you'll get an email with the link to get your calls scheduled right away. So in just a few minutes, you could have your first appointment booked and know that you're on your way to a clearer mind, calmness in your body and life, connection, ease, and peace in your life. Again, my prices are doubling tomorrow. See you next week, my friends. Take care. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast and you have been dealing with anxiety, the effects of trauma or have sometimes wonder why you act or feel a certain way when you logically know it doesn't make any sense, then come work with me where we can together make a difference for you with anxiety, triggers and traumas that you've been dealing with so they no longer show up at all. Go to meganhillica.com slash be anxiety free to get started with me or schedule a free 20 minute consult at the bottom of the page.